I mean, this, you know, this, this may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Sorry for running late. Sorry for running late. I hope everybody's doing great. I'm not going to be long tonight, but I have something I want to share with you. Thank you for um, giving me giving me some of your time tonight, this evening. I've I've been thinking about um, this subject matter for, I guess, about a week now, and I just needed the time to be able to. Um, just needed the time to be able to de- to develop it or to deliver it, really, because it's really just a conversation that um, I'm having with you all tonight that I think is is necessary. And um, this deals with, you know, just the whole concept of the narcissist. And um, this is where it started. I started thinking about how... Um, a narcissist can be very attractive. You know, how is it that, how is it that a well-adjusted, intelligent woman, good evening, Jimmy, how is it that um, she can be taken in by what amounts to a diabolical individual? It's because this person knows how to make himself attractive. And you can find yourself in situations where if you're not functioning with some fundamental principles in terms of relationships and how to move in and out of relationships, you can find yourself in a situation where you're constantly choosing um, men that are hurtful and men that leave you broken and damaged. And one of the greatest tricks in the book, you know, when you start talking about game, one of the greatest tricks in the book is when a man becomes uh, everything you imagined. It's when you know, he, he, he plays the nice guy role to the T. And you make your move too soon and you let down your guard and you open up your heart. And then you discover that your little red riding hood um, dealing with grandma, grandma, or you think you're dealing with grandma. Thank you very much. But you really were dealing with a wolf. It's when, the, it's when the man plays the nice guy and the world teaches the woman that if a guy is, is nice, he's absolutely safe. 
Just because a man is nice does not necessarily mean that he's safe. In fact, about it, I think the more appealing a man is up front, the more cautious a woman should be. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. The more cautious a woman should be. Because nice guys, you know, the nice guy thing can be an act. A man can learn how to play the nice guy for a certain span of time until, you, until he gets what he wants and then his true colors will show. So now let me get into this tonight, uh, some biblical context. If you look in 2 Corinthians 11 and 14, it says, And no marvel, for Satan himself, Satan himself, is transformed into an angel of light. Satan himself, excuse me for moving that camera, can transform himself into an angel of light. So he can, he can appear to be the exact opposite of what he actually is. And if you've, if you've watched any of my teachings at all relative to narcissists, I, I tell you, I, I personally believe that Satan, Lucifer, is the father of narcissists. I, I, I believe that. I believe from the biblical document and from what, you know, uh, what I have at my disposal, Satan is the father of narcissists. So when you see narcissists running around, um, they're spawns of Satan, you know, you have narcissists from one extreme to another. You know, some some narcissists are just, you know, um, self-worshippers and they just brag on themselves. But then you have some that are actually toxic and uh, have intention of injuring others. When you get to that level, I believe you're looking at people that are the product of Satan. But now let me let me let me show you something here. Number one, you'll have a guy that is most polite. Yes, ma'am, opening doors, pulling out chairs, just extremely polite. But now his politeness many times is designed to throw you off. To believe that because he's a nice guy, he's a good guy. But a lot of times this is a strategy to get you to lower your your standard or to lower your guard, not your standard, but to lower your guard. He'll be a very nice guy. Number one, he's listened to your conversation and he's heard you talk about how your former or your ex um, was so disrespectful and uh, brutish and he heard you talk about how your ex wouldn't open doors and your ex, you know, was this and that. And so now he, he takes on this persona of being everything you ever imagined. And he becomes extremely polite. Now, there are some people on here tonight that can testify to what I'm getting ready to, ready to say. That same, thank you very much, that same very polite guy 
when he has you where he wants you, when he gets you into uh, a vulnerable or compromised position, that same nice guy turns into a snake at the blinking of an eye. It's because it was always an act. That same polite guy. Listen to what the Bible says um, in Genesis 3 and 1, again speaking of Satan. says, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, hath God said, but notice it says he was more subtle than any beast of the field. He was smooth. He was polite. He had manners. He knew how to move in. He knew how to talk. He had the right tone. But he was what? Lucifer. He was Satan. He was the devil. Now, I'm, I'm going to show you a few um, profiles that women fall for. And then we're going to conclude this with just some ideas that I have on how a woman can begin to um, arm herself with wisdom. If y'all don't mind, I like y'all getting my, my likes up. She can begin to arm herself with wisdom, moving in and out of relationships, moving forward, that she's not made susceptible to, um, to this kind of debauchery. If you look in 2 Peter 2 and 3, it says, And through covetousness shall they with feigned words, feigned words, make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. But notice it says, with their words, they'll make merchandise of you. A man can move into your life, and see, this is prevalent. You know, I'm a pastor. So I come from the church context and this is prevalent in the church. Guys move in and they talk all of that uh, religious talk, all of that Bible talk, all of that. I love Jesus stuff. And, you know, R.C. Blakes is my pastor. He's my spiritual father. And women don't check this stuff out. And then it's after this guy's come in and plundered and pillaged and all of this other stuff. And then you want to have a meeting with me or send me an email talking about brother so-and-so-and-so-and-so told me that he was your right-hand man, and I don't even know this guy. But he came in polite and, you know, like he loved Jesus, and he knows that you you have great respect for me. Thank you so much. Um, and he slides in with these smooth words. And because you've been so accustomed to dealing with bad boys that are harsh and brutish, you say, okay, I'm just going to flip the script and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, if a guy is really, really nice to me, he has to be the one. No, sometimes nice guys are the, the biggest actors. The reality is the, the, um, the, the typical brutish type guy, he's not even acting. It's, he's just what you're attracted to. He, he's being himself. You know, he's he, he not really hiding much. It's that guy that slides in and he talks all of this smooth talk. Now, let me just add this here while I'm here and thinking about it. You notice there are a lot of men, which I don't, I don't um, have a problem with. I think it's a great thing when men begin to, 
when men become advocates for for their women. But I would advise you, not in all cases, somebody right, not in all cases. I would advise you if a man is on any kind of platform talking to the issues of women and he's saying all of the right things. Be very careful with that man if he does not have an obvious relationship with his wife. Or if he does not, if he says he has a wife and, you know, he doesn't really honor her or you don't know if he married or not. And he's saying all of this right stuff. And and you got you got to be careful with that, because one of the things that men are skilled at is finding the the tune that moves a woman's heart. And a man knows, a player knows, if I say all of the right stuff, she'll open her heart to me and she'll trust. You have to be very careful with that because sometimes a a guy is polite and he's saying all of the right things the right way and he's really just setting you up. Another another guy that... um, that women are just, it's like you just lose your complete mind. It's like, you know, it's like your brain just gets fried. It's like your spirit that's so connected to God gets disconnected when you see a very handsome guy, a physically attractive guy. One of the big mistakes we make in life on both sides, men and women, Watch this. Listen to this very carefully. This is going to help you to reconfigure some of your thought patterns. One of the big mistakes we make in life, men and women, is to look at a very attractive person and to conclude that their physical attributes are the reflection of their inner qualities. So you look at somebody on television or you look at somebody on social media or you look at somebody from across the room that you never really got close to, don't really know, but they're very attractive. And you say a person that, you know, that that looks that good has to be equally as beautiful on the inside. Not 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 in a lot of cases. Because narcissists are often good looking people, you know, um, and sometimes they have natural attributes and other times they have enhanced profiles. They know how to dress. They know how to groom themselves. They they know what kind of uh, fragrances to wear. Um, You know, they they just their presentation is so attractive that they look good. You know, and and then you have those that just have it and they've been adored and they've been, you know, revered all of their lives until sometimes, not in all cases, not in all cases, because I know some very, very attractive people who are the most humble and well-balanced people in the world. Uh, But in some cases, you have people who are that attractive. They've been so esteemed all of their lives, they begin to believe the hype. And and they begin to sing their own praises and this this narcissistic seed begins to be fertilized in them. Um, And and sometimes you're running, you're you're blinded by you're blinded by the beauty or you're blinded by the handsomeness. You know, Lisa and I were in the park 
walking two days ago. And there's this young guy. I mean, he looked to be probably maybe in his late 20s, maybe early 30s. This guy had, had to be about 6'4", big, you know, muscles, not, not swole up, but just cut up, you know, small waist, uh, head full of hair. And he just he, he just he just running. <laughs> and and I, I said, I forget, forget exactly what I said to Lisa, but it was something along the lines of. You know, most women, that's the standard. He got to be 6'4". You know, he got to have a 26-inch a waist. He got to have a 46-inch chest. He got to have a head full of hair. And you, you're going for all of that, which is cool if that's what you want, or if that's what you think you need, but you've not addressed the internals of the man. And, and in a lot of cases, that is a well-built, well-structured, <laughs> demonic package. And then you look over a guy that may be 5'10", 5'9", 5'11", maybe not as athletically built, but, you know, not hard on the eyes at the same time, got his money right, loves God, is going to respect you and honor you. You look over that guy because your standard, the world has trained you that your standard is this Adonis type. And without even thinking, when somebody asks you about your type, you start with the physical. And, and not understanding that many times the physical attributes of, of a person, a person's physical attractiveness is really just a smokescreen for uh, the enemy to enter into your life and to destroy things. Whereas if you stop and you just mature and you and see, this is true. Listen to me now. This is true of, of young women from their late teens and their 20s all the way to women that are in their 60s. There's a certain look you want. And I ain't, I'm not hating on you for that. But all I'm saying is. While you're while you're focused on the external. You may be entertaining demonic forces unawares while you're drunk on attractiveness. Because if, if you look in Ezekiel 28 and 12, it says, Son of man, take up a lamentation up upon the king of Tyrus and say unto him. And that reference to the king of Tyrus is really a reference to Lucifer or Satan or the devil. And say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, thou sealest up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. What is my point? Lucifer, according to the Bible, is very attractive. I'm not saying attractive people of the devil. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. But I'm saying when we lock in on the physical attributes of a person, the devil can slip into our lives and we not even realize it. Now, there's this term that the young people have recently taught me. I'm learning from the young people. It's amazing when you're an older guy and you can learn from the young people. It's this term hypergamy or hypergamy, however you all choose to say it. And it's this concept of a woman choosing a man in, 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 in a lot of cases visually based on his physical attributes because she wants to produce or reproduce with a man that's of a certain physical type a certain look. She wants her children to look a certain way. So she seeks a man. Well, this is where you, you run into issues where you have 
children with a, you make beautiful children with a good looking man that is a horrible father and could possibly could possibly be a horrible father and not much of a, a of a of a husband because you made your choices based on external things and you you ushered a narcissist into your life willingly or should i say ignorantly okay another way that that uh this kind of man can enter into your life as a woman, we said, number one, just politeness. You, 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 you call the politeness, you know, meaning that you say that that means he's a, he's a good guy or physical attractiveness. Okay. Watch this. The third one, perception of wealth. See when you, when you are a woman that now I got to be careful with how I say these things, but when you're a woman that's only concerned about the dollar, a man can excite you and get, you know, get you excited and fool you and make you think that he has what he does not have. And you so busy running behind the dollar, you're ignoring all of these red flags that you're dealing with a demonic spirit because this guy has made you believe that he has because he has a suit. Because he has a suit. And you, he, you look, he showed you the label. Number one, a man that really is a man of means, he's not walking around showing broadcasting labels. Anytime you see a man walking around, yeah, well, you know, this is, this is Gucci. Well, he's not a man of means. A man of means does not walk around broadcasting labels. labels but why do they do this? They know that there are gullible women who are looking for a man making a certain amount of money. And all I have to do is just act like I got it, borrow my friend's car, or it may be his car, but just because a man drives a nice car doesn't mean that he's a man of means. He may just be a fool. that's spending all his money on a car note, but you know, just creating the perception of wealth for a woman that uh, feels like, she has to have a man making a certain amount of money. Let me just add something to that conversation while I'm while I'm there. Now, y'all know my position. I don't I will never tell you that you should go out here and throw yourself in the arms of a man that is not concerned about making money. I just don't believe a woman should subject herself or her children to being submitted to a man that does not does have has no concern for making money. At the same time, I don't believe you need to be going out here, you know, teetering on gold digger, run, you know, running behind a man because you think he got X amount of dollars. Because here's the reality, you know, people all over uh, what is it, Instagram and Facebook, they take pictures of Lisa and I and say uh, relationship goals. And I, you know, that's flattering, but the reality is this, when Lisa and I got together, I wasn't balling. She was making more money than me, but she, she saw my work ethic. She knew my vision and where I was going and she got into my life and she helped me to manifest the stuff that was always in me. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.